Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Everyone loves spring, but constantly shifting temperatures can make it hard to keep your home comfortable. An all-electric heat pump from Mitsubishi Electric is the perfect solution. A specially trained Patriot Air contractor can help you design the ultimate home comfort system. And you'll be helping reduce carbon emissions by ditching fossil fuels for heating when temperatures start to drop again. Duct or ductless, large or small homes, even in extreme climates, heat pumps can help you shift seasons comfortably. Learn more about Mitsubishi Electric products at PatriotAir.com. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It is the hangover, and it's a good hangover. Feeling really good about it. And loving the fact that the Steelers won. Loving the fact that the Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens. And something that Dave Schofield put on Twitter. It's the truest truest thing. He had a picture of, I mean, it was a meme. No, it's not a meme. Let's get this right, old man. He had a gif. <laughs> or is it a gif? Gif, gif. It doesn't matter. Tomato, tomato. Of Vince McMahon doing his Mr. McMahon strut and walk and uh, down the aisle. And he said, this is what Steelers fans in Maryland are doing when they leave their house today <laughs> after beating the Ravens. And all three of us, uh, Jeff, Dave, myself, we are from Maryland. And it does feel so good to uh, beat those rat birds and beat Mr. <laughs> Harbaugh. And it's funny. We have a nickname for Harbaugh around here. And you know what? I don't think I've ever really... I very rarely call him that, and I am credited for actually naming him, but in truth, 
truth, I didn't. I inspired it by saying what I thought he was. And <laughs> then everybody else started calling him Wang Harbs. So, um, and he was truly that in yesterday's game. And I want to talk about that. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But actually, we're going to talk about it right now because I'll cue that up in a second. So, everybody wants to talk about this, guys. Do you go for it in that situation? Mike Tomlin was asked about that on the press conference today. And he said, well, you know, possibly I would have gone for it in that situation. But you know what? I did not buy, and and maybe just the fact that I don't like the guy, but I just did not buy the excuse that, oh, we thought with our defensive backs all beat up that we were in a losing proposition. I think that is absolutely wrong. Tony Defio, prove me wrong if you can. I can't prove you wrong. I, I would not have gone for that uh, right there. Uh, I don't care what you have going on with your cornerbacks. You have the best kicker who ever lived, a guy who, who made – I mean, he wasn't going to kick a 66-yarder at Heinz Field yesterday. but <laughs> He could have. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, it might have been a bit tougher than in Detroit. But, but uh, you know, you're, you're the number one seed in the AFC. It's such a close – uh, con- I mean, the, the playoff race is ridiculous in the AFC, and and and, and you're number one. Uh, go into overtime and take your chances. Um, you know, if you get a stop early on, uh, all you need is a is a Justin Tucker fifty plus yard field goal, and, and more than likely he would make it in overtime to win. So I I, I did not, and I realized the play might have worked had Jackson been more accurate with the pass, and maybe had Andrews been more uh had better concentration been able to pull it in but still you know i think you know uh it's different than in college to me i I think college maybe you go for it there uh, but not 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 in the nfl the nfl these kickers are so good and like i said all you all you all you need is one stop on defense and you can win with a field goal so yeah i would have i would have kicked the extra point there and Lamar is so good with that. I know he struggled yesterday. I will say something about that was a catchable ball, but Trent Jordan Watt had a lot to do with that ball being off too. So right. it's just that little bit that takes it away from you. Shannon White, what was your thoughts when Mr. Harbaugh decided to go ahead and do that? When they were driving down the field, I was I was just not comfortable. I was just like they're I'm afraid they're going to score. And I said if they score, he's going to go for two. Ugh. Really? I, I thought all along before they ever scored because the, the Steelers coming back like that and having all the momentum. Those plays that they made on their last drive, you could tell they was different times. The Steelers defense was out of position and a step behind. And I thought where the Steelers, their body language, they were they were down after they give up that touchdown. And so I fully expected him to go for it. And had that throw been a little better if White wouldn't have been there, whatever the reason, he was wide open. So it was the execution uh, was the, the problem. Uh, it was a great call. But them as much as I can't stand them, and I, you know how I feel about Harbaugh, it, it was a, a a great call, and they just wasn't executed. But it didn't surprise me at all that they went for it, 
and and you know, like I said, it almost paid off for. Him. But was it a spiteful call because it was the Steelers? Because we saw them tie up a game against Indianapolis Colts. We've seen them tie up games this year. I mean, they've been in a lot of close games and just kick the extra point. But I almost felt like this is, hey, this is the Steelers. Let's embarrass them at home. Now, I want to bring up Ryan Ryan O'Toole, one of our great friends here, says the coach is an idiot if it fails, but a gutsy genius <laughs> if it works. And we said that back on Halloween when we talked about the fake Boswell call. And which ultimately they screwed up in reverse. They screwed up and it ended up actually helping them at that time. But it's just one of those situations that, you know what? I thought he did it more because he likes to embarrass the Steelers. I've seen him on September 11th, 2011 in a 35 to three game or, or something like that. Go for a, a fake extra point. Yeah. I saw him. The reason he got the nickname that he has from BTSC is because I went off on a rant. The last game of the season was Duck Hodges against RG3, and he did everything he could. I think he did a two-point conversion in that game. He did everything that he could going for it on fourth down when the game was over, and they were, I mean, they were way ahead. And it was just a situation where it's just like this guy, that's why we think that he's who he is and what his nickname is with us. And I've got to say, I, I really think it was actually a spiteful call too. And I kind of predicted that not the going for two, but I kind of predicted it in a different way. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, Sean Manahan gives us $5. Sean Manahan, another great friend of this program. Wang Harbs. Thank you. Um, colon semicolon DD. I'm not sure what that that means, but I'm old, so, and I'm I'm really feeling it today. Um, Stacy over on the Facebook side, I, she's lives near Baltimore. I can't stand Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, and I, I like to bring up some of the Facebook comments too, because the uh, YouTubers can't see the Facebook comments. Facebook can't see the YouTube comments here in Streamyard. So there's something. Good friend of the show, another good one. Wes Hickok gives us five dollars. The win doesn't erase the bad performance, but it gives us a ton of hope. Absolutely. Think about this for a moment. We could still win the division. Yeah, yeah. they can. And it, it's really funny. I mean, they are. I said this before the week because you know I do the rooting guide. And by the way, thanks, Wes, for the five dollars. Appreciate it. Um, I do the rooting guide, and I get some criticism for it, and I get it. Because every week I do the rooting guide, the goal is to make the playoffs. And the goal, and we're doing everything for who you need to win for the Steelers to get better seeding, to get back in. And they were ranked 12th last week. Now they're ranked 8th. They jumped back up in a hurry because the rooting guide was showing me in a lot of ways that the Steelers definitely have an opportunity with the opponents that these guys are playing on the other side. And, you know, I knew that it was going to be a tough game for uh, for the Raiders with, with the uh, Washington football team yesterday. And Washington came up and helped out the rooting guide. But you make – every time you make – I make these this column, people are like, well, you know they're never going to make the playoffs. 
then why do the column? But that's why we do the column because there's always a possibility and there's a there's definitely more of a possibility now. And I'm looking at it next week and lo and behold, who's playing each other next week? Again, it's the Ravens and the Browns. They're playing again next week. And you don't think that win is stuck in the craw of, of uh, those idiots up in Cleveland? Yeah. You don't think they want that that victory? And mm-hmm. now, I mean, my gosh, Marlon Humphrey's gone for the year. That's a defensive backfield that's in disarray. Chuck Clark's going to find a way to get himself suspended. Congratulations, Chuck Clark. We don't talk about him as much as being a uh, another headhunting guy on the uh, on that team, on the Ravens. He he could have played back in the Ray Lewis days, the Ed Reed days. Oh, that, that was a. I I, 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 sorry, I, I, that, that hit was just, I mean, it was stupid that they didn't call a penalty there in, in the context of the, you know, all right, I said something about bad about, you know, I, I talked trash to you, you know, TJ Watt, oh, flag, but they're trying to get, they're, they're trying to protect these players, but that was clearly a case where the, the ball was overthrown, Johnson wasn't going to catch it, and, and, and Chuck Clark took a shot, and, and nothing happened, sir. Absolutely. I, I've had my eye on Chuck Clark for a few years. Um, Sean Manahan gives us another $2 and reminds us that Burrow, Joe Burrow of Cincinnati, has a pinky injury. My gosh, that makes things really interesting now, too, as well. So, yeah, there's a possibility that this team could win the division. They have some tough games, but the teams that they have coming up have problems of their own, with the exception of Kansas City, I would think. But every other team on the, I mean, look, who do we have coming up? You have, when I say we, the Steelers, the Steelers have coming up a team that's decimated on offense right now. It's the Minnesota Vikings, Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook might play, but he's, he's beat up, but uh, there's a possibility he doesn't because it's a short week. Then you have the next week. You have a team that is not doing as well as they they were at the first the first half of the season. It's the Tennessee Titans. This game's at home. They don't have Derrick Henry, and they're not the same same team. They're going to get Julio Jones back, but they're still not the same team. Kansas City Chiefs. A couple of days after Christmas, that's a toughie. I mean, I I don't re- the way they're going right now. I always said, hey, they're not done. Watch out for them. But and they're they're looking all of who they originally were coming into the season then you have the browns on monday night football if that game stays on monday night football and i'm pretty sure it will and then you have the ravens so all of a sudden a schedule that was a killer is now less rabid and painful it's all possible and the fact that these these guys are good teams that helps too. Um, Jerry Cherry Band brought up the Broncos lost help. Yeah. Yeah. I had in the rooting guide root for the Chiefs. And people are like, you're crazy. I can never root for the Chiefs. I have tonight ro- rooting guide root for the Patriots. I know you hate the Patriots. And <laughs> somebody's going to come on and say, I can never root for the Patriots. For Steelers' sake, root for the Patriots, knock the Bills out, uh, knock them farther down. And that's that's really what you've got to look at there. Um, but I tell you what, this, this is such a fun. It is 
such a fun uh, night. Just Victory Monday is great. I want to I want to go ahead and say uh, happy birthday to Stacy Lynn. Um, bad, I am feeling older than you. Tomorrow is my birthday, and I will be fifty five years old. You are a young buck. No, I'm not. I uh, I definitely. I think I've been told that I look younger than what I am, but I had a milestone just on last Friday. I turned 50. And so now that I'm 50 years old, everything hurts even worse. <laughs> they say it's just a number, but for me, it's a number <laughs> that I'm not like it, but we'll get there. Um, Tell me how that goes, Brian, but, over the next few months. <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony's coming up on it. Shannon's already been there. <laughs> and Tony's coming up on it pretty soon too. So uh, not, not that soon. Yeah. Not as soon as me, but pretty close. So <laughs> I want to have some fun here, guys. I do a call. Shannon never, Shannon used to always read my stuff. Now that he's mm -hmm. big time, he doesn't read my stuff anymore. <laughs> Tony never reads my stuff because Tony, and I'm glad Tony doesn't read my stuff because Tony is so much better and so much funnier uh. of a writer than what I am. No. So I feel like I'm I'm a good podcaster, but as writing, I I like to write satire, and I know Tony does too as well. Um, so what I did, I did something called, and I do this every week. It basically comes out on game day. Bold and bizarre predictions for the Ravens and Steelers, and I think we're gonna see how I did here. And so the first one, and you know, some of it's just completely bizarre. So I know I didn't do well with the first one. But the first one was with Bougie Smith-Schuster. He comes out of the tunnel doing the infamous Ray Lewis entrance. He decides to pull out a bag full of Edgar Allan Poe books to burn them. He pees <laughs> all over Wink Martindale's leg, and he mounts the Harbaugh family's visiting schnauzer. Uh, Juju's pooch is charged but cleared of all charges by a Yinzer judge that used to be a roadie back in the day for a famous Steelers fans fan, Brett Michaels, and Poison. So I was way off on that one, guys. <laughs> well, when it comes to the Ravens and the Steelers, you never know. So you had to put that in there. <laughs> oh, every week, uh, every week, I bougie's up to some chicanery, but he usually he usually um, gets bail around the second quarter of every game. Hmm. Um, here's an interesting one: Randy Feetner kidnaps Joshua Dobbs before the contest and attempts to squeeze his body into number five's track suit to advise Ben Roethlisberger on the sidelines. Now, nobody notices this until Randy Land, unlike the astrophysicist that is Dobbs, gets cocky and tries to identify one of the Heinzfeld lights as the moon. So <laughs> that did not happen That's either. pretty good. This one I got a little closer on. Ben Roethlisberger throws for 350 yards and two scores. Now, I was off on the yardage, but I believe I got those two scores correct. We're or did he throw for three? I'm trying to think now. No, well, he, he would have if he hadn't dropped it. Yes, he threw for All two right. touchdowns. Um, I got this one half right. Deontay Johnson fields one of those balls by Ben for a touchdown. I got it half right because he got two. And he proceeds to serve moonshine to his teammates in celebration of the 88th anniversary of the ratifying of the 21st Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, thereby bringing bringing an end to national prohibition of alcohol in the country. So that happened 88 years ago. Tony, I know you're still celebrating that, if I'm not I, mistaken. I celebrate it every day. <laughs> every, every day. It's my right. It's in the Constitution. 
Okay, I, I'm half right and half wrong on this one. Number seven stays clean of picks, but suffers a strip sack at the hands of Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell was nowhere to be found in that game, was he, guys? No, no, he didn't really. It was all, um, he, he was uh, he was bottled up nicely. Ben is sacked three times on the day, and I'm wrong there. Boy, I'm glad I'm wrong there. <laughs> all right, this one, I'm almost completely right on this one, but I, I got a little cocky on it. Presley Harvin the third booms a few punts inside the 20, which he he did, but he shanks one so badly that Steely McBeam has to be hospitalized. Um, <laughs> he did he did his shankopotamus impression again. But man, that one down to the one yard line was pretty until the Ravens go 99 yards oh. for a score. <laughs> How about this one? Christopher Lynn Boswell hits a long one but has an extra point not go through. Wow, you were really right there. <laughs> I actually got that one right. Poor, poor Presley Harvin. Not, not, I, I was like, what did he do? What did the rookie do? And it wasn't even his fault. Boswell was like, he was like, he was trying to kill worms or something with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Fryermuth nabs eight balls and finds the end zone twice. How many catches did he have, guys? Uh, I think he had four. Okay. And then the two-point conversion. Okay. I think it was like four for 38 yards or something. I, I think he was four for 40. So I think he had an mm. average of 10, something like that. Um, Terrell Edmonds, Cameron Sutton, and uh, cousin James Pierre all pick off Lamar Jackson. So that is incorrect. I had Minka written down. I took him away. TJ gets... TJ Watt gets two sacks in his return from COVID, but takes a lot of sideline oxygen as Taco Charlton and Derek Tuska get a bunch of reps. Yes, I'm absolutely correct on that, with the exception that I lowballed TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah. He had three and a half. If I pick him to get three and a half, it's never going to happen. But <laughs> when I give him only two, he gets three and a half. Um, this is a fun one. Even though he's on IR, Marcus Peters still finds a way to sucker punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he did not that we know of. Knowing uh, him, it would be somebody in the stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy, too. Thank goodness for guys like Marcus Peters and Chuck Clark. They make me hate the Ravens again like I used to. Najee Harris gains 59 yards on the ground and 60 as a receiver out of the backfield and scores in his first tussle with the Ravens. And not too far away with the yardage, um, a little farther away as a receiver. Still, you cannot deny that he had a good game, even though the stats, and we talked about this earlier, are not going to show it. It is reasonable to say that both teams are capable of winning the game in the final seconds on either a 59 a yarder by Chris Boswell or a 79 yarder off of Justin Tucker's toes. <laughs> I reversed my pick with Watt back, and I say it's the Steelers 23 21 with the make and the W. So, not too far off. That was a good score. And this is, uh, this is my favorite one. John Wang Harbs Harbaugh has to be hospitalized as his I smelled the worst fart of my life grimace freezes after the loss. And I got that one absolutely correct. And that's the one I'm thrilled with the most. 
So there you go. There's that was my bold and bizarre cr- predictions. Came close on some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But gosh, no no kidnapping from uh Randy Land. He's always in in my news every week. Randy Land's always getting in there. Bougie's always getting involved. L- Lady on Bell when he was when he was off, he was always getting involved. He was coming and singing a song at halftime at a local Pittsburgh uh, uh, establishment, and <laughs> and it was it was a rap about uh, about the Steelers and and dissing them. So uh, that's I haven't done that. Maybe he's going to start doing that again too. Who, who knows? But guys, it's been an awesome show. Let's uh, let's take the next three minutes of the show. And let's go ahead and do some rapid fire. We're going to take five questions starting now. So uh, throw in your questions here, and I am going to be glad to get them. Um, Mule Skinner, did AB get signed today? Has he been officially released? I know they've been talking about releasing. I didn't know he was. I I, I assume he was still a Patriot. Or I'm sorry, a Buccaneer. Um, Yeah, I think he's still a Buccaneer, but... I have not, I, I don't know. Um, really, that's something I need to check on. I don't think, but you never know what happens in, in the last couple of hours when I'm, I'm, I actually prep for this show, believe it or not. Um, a lot of people don't think I do that, but I actually do. So when I was prepping, I didn't notice. Michael O'Malley, do we beat the Vikings? Guys, I want to go back. I always like to party like it's 2005. And le- remember the one game, the uh, eight games worth of one game playoffs by Bill Cower. Yeah. So right after the uh, the famous Erlacher Bettis game, they went into Minnesota, pretty good Minnesota team, and they won there, a place that they don't really go. So what I'm going to say is I'm, I'm probably going to make my prediction this week that the Steelers do beat the Vikings because I'm feeling it now. Um, here, guys, I'm going to throw this to you. This is a toughie. And before I do that, Wes says he has not yet been cut. And I didn't think he has, but he is going to be. And I've, uh, wow, man, burning bridges in everywhere you go. Um DG's NSOM, who was more responsible for the Steelers' defensive efforts on Sunday, Mike T or the DC? And he really wants to know an answer to this question because it's all caps. <laughs> so, Tony, I'm going to start with you on that. Well, if we're going by the uh, what we, we've heard recently, uh, it's Tomlin. I think Tomlin is, has been more hands-on with this defense or uh, the last few years than, than ever before, or at least – it's been more well publicized the last few years. I think it's, he's always, I think he's been more hands-on since Dick LeBeau left, but I think it's, it's, it's more well known the past few years. So I think, I think it was, it's Tom. You remember a couple of years ago when they beat the Browns with it, um, Bud say uh, he took us back to high school and, and he was drawing plays up on, on the uh, chalkboard. Yeah. At the so I think, I think Mike Tomlin is the guy calling the shots on that defense. And if he is, again, I don't, other than coaching the outside linebackers, what is Keith, Butler, therefore, if, if he's just a defensive coordinator in name only. Um, Sean Manahan wants to jump in on this. More responsible TJ Wad. <laughs> Shannon, yeah. what's your answer to this question? 
considering the changes they made, I think that comes from the top. So I think Tomlin, uh, you know, the personnel changes with Adams and Witherspoon and, uh, which they, they did work. So I want to give Tomlin, uh, more credit than I am Keith Butler. All right. Thanks for that answer. Here's one for me and I'll go ahead and take this bad. Do you, it's Adrian PDLE. And what's that at the bottom? I always forget what you call that. And I have that in my underscore. email now too. Underscore. underscore. There you go. Adrian underscore PDLE. Yep. Getting old. I've, I don't understand these computers and that anymore. Um, <laughs> so bad. You keep LeGlue in the lineup, even if BJ is healthy. Yeah, I, absolutely. I do. Um, I really like what he did yesterday. I don't think you, you pull him because of that. Now, Clarence Washington asked this. I'm going to ask you guys this. Do the Steelers make any more changes for the Vikings game? Shannon, I'll start with you. I wish they would. Uh, at least rotate some, you know, Buddy Johnson and maybe Gilbert in uh, for a few plays to see what you got there. Uh, because I don't think what you have is going to work moving forward. And there's a real opportunity uh, to see what you have in, in Buddy Johnson, especially his physicality. You know, I don't know if you've seen him out on some of the kick coverage yesterday, but he really shows up because he runs over some people. And, and we need a little bit of that in, in the middle linebacker. Tony, the fact that it is a short week, you had the press conference today, injury reports are already out. Everything is uh, escalated because of Thursday night game. Mm -hmm. Would they really make changes now? I agree with Shannon that, they might want to look at some things, but is this the week to do it? I was just going to say, it's probably a little harder to, uh, to do, to make any uh, major changes this week. Although I, I would, uh, I would just based on yesterday, I would keep the glue in there and I would, uh, I would see more of a, a killer Witherspoon. I mean, he's been playing more or at least he played more yesterday. So uh, he, he really, uh, showed some ability on, on, on Sunday. So I, I'd, I'd give him more, more reps uh, against the Vikings. All right. A couple more, but first let's do a super chat. Sean Manhan giving us another $5. Love us some Sean. I feel an 05 type run coming. Let's go. I love it. Absolutely love it. From the Facebook side, Kevin Solarik. Great show guys. Thoughts on Ben's announcement as reported by Rappaport being used as motivation to finish strong. First of all, uh, let me jump in here real quick. I don't believe much reported by Ian Rappaport. <laughs> and, you know, Ian Rappaport actually banned Jeff, uh, blocked Jeff Hartman from Twitter a couple years ago. Score. He's probably going to ban me soon because I'm a big, ever since he got my hopes up and said, oh, it's it's done. The, uh, the Steelers are getting a number one pick out of Antonio Brown <laughs> from the Buffalo Bills at number nine. And I was like, yeah! Um, I, I just, I think he's, the, these unnamed sources are probably his dog. And <laughs> I honestly see that. I, I don't think it was uh, really leaked for motivation. These guys don't need motivation like that. Um, but... It is a young team that wasn't showing it, so I'm not going to put 
anything past anybody. Here's a big one here. What does Watt win defensive player of the year this year or Parsons for the Cowboys? Let's go rapid fire guys. And rapid fire means a uh, quick one, quick one sentence question. Shannon. Has to be what? Tony. He's on pace to break the sack record, isn't he? If he does that, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it would be a slap in the face to give it to Parsons this year. He's having a wonderful rookie season. I get it. Stan Saverin said something today that I absolutely loved. He's like, if Watt doesn't win it this year, throw away the award because yeah. what's the guy got to do to win it? He means um, so much to that defense. <laughs> absolutely. And uh, Knapp brought something up earlier that I didn't put up. He, uh, he tied a, a record. TJ tied a record with Reggie White for thir- uh, 13 sacks a year for four straight years, which is absolutely incredible. Um, so we're going to try to go ahead and uh, and uh, get out of here. Uh, Keith, Wes saying Keith Butler is going to get fired after this season. I truly believe that. I, I kind of think so. Um, I, I actually think that's going to happen. But if they make a run, you never know. Um, rapid fire again. Javier Mori, did Weatherspoon just take Pierre's job? Tony. Not yet. No, I, I like Pierre too. I, I You can't go on, on one game just yet. Shannon? Well, for now he has. Pierre started trying too hard. And he was over-pursuing and getting cut back. People was cutting back on him. So he lost focus. That caused him to lose confidence. So Witherspoon is taking his position. But Witherspoon's past history suggests that he's a hot and cold player. He'll play a couple of really good games in a row, and then he has a stinker. And that's been his M.O., and that's why he isn't still starting for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I would be cautious, get too excited about Witherspoon. That that's true. Um, Jeffrey Benedict, what role should I've heard of this guy, Jeffrey Benedict? Hmm. Hmm, jogging my memory here. Um, the great <laughs> Jeffrey Benedict from BTSC. What role should James Pierre have this coming week? Uh, he's a back. He's uh, they're going to find a way to utilize his best strengths, don't you think, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to find a way to, to like Shannon said, uh, get his confidence back. Um, Cecil says AB is the Vinnie Vincent of the NFL, a great talent, but a big pain in the ass. I remember <laughs> Vinnie Vincent's invasion. They had a hit around this time 35 years ago this week. Um can't remember what it was. Uh Vinnie Vincent. How about that? I was like, I remember Vinnie Vincent. Uh, I tell you what, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. This has been a great show. You have been fantastic on the other end on the live chat, and you know we can't do these shows. You're amuses. We do these shows because of everything that you all bring to us, and we appreciate it. And we try to treat our live chat like family. Sometimes families argue. That's cool, and sometimes families get along great. After a loss last week, we didn't like each other so much. <laughs> this <laughs> week, we're loving everything. Yeah, Jerry Cherry remembers the Vinnie Vincent invasion. Um, so with that, thanks so much 
it has been a fantastic week. We're coming up just a couple days. Now, the schedule is going to be a little different. You're going to hear the Scobro show as usual tomorrow night. You're going to go ahead and hear the... You're going to have that show Know Your Enemy as well on Wednesday night, but you're going to have an early version of the Steelers preview on Wednesday around 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, preferably around 5. So with that being said, we love you so much. Thanks. What a great game to make you feel good again. You needed it. We needed it. The Steelers needed it. And man, I'm walking on air. When my head hit that pillow last last night, I was still smiling. <laughs> so for Shannon White, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and we need you to do three things. One is stay safe. Two, be true to yourself. And three, always stay behind the steel curtain. And just when you think you've got all the answers, Tonster. We keep changing the questions. Shannon. Good night. We love you. Victory Monday, baby. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.